0: Hi and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris and tonight I'm joined by Tony, Liza and Adam. Hi everyone.
1: Hey. hey.
0: Hi. How is your quarantine going? I
2: mean, I'm good. I'm sanitized.
0: You are sanitized. I'm- I've I've learned so much about cross contamination lately. Oh, I know. It's great. I'm sanitized
2: my sanitizer.
3: Send food.
2: Send food.
3: Yeah, we've gone through all the snacks.
0: Do you know what? I've never ordered online my groceries before because I really like to cook and I like to see what I am buying. But I am thinking I might do that next. Going well, to good shot. luck with that
3: because up here in Connecticut, we've tried to place a grocery order and everybody is booked out at least six days.
0: Really, we have food for like a month over <laughs> okay. here. It's
2: like three days, but oh. it's a three day wait unless you want to brave it and go into the. The contamination zone of the grocery store.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: But you know you got to do what you got to do. I've been cooking a lot, and it's not great, but it's edible. I'm still live- alive. Now I'm wait still... a second.
3: Your your cooking wasn't that good to begin with.
2: No, it was really bad.
3: Okay. So you stepped it
2: up just a little that. bit. I don't believe that. I'm not believe that at all. Up. No, I'm not. I it up. do
0: not believe you're a bad cook. I just don't.
2: Well, you should eat some of my food. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. I don't believe you. But you made a beautiful cake the other day. You tried to make the grapefruit cake from Brown Derby. I thought that was a great looking cake. I mean, mine don't look that pretty.
2: Let me just tell you, it looked really pretty and it tasted like chalk.
0: Hmm. Okay. It was
2: not good. It was so dry and crumbly. And and my kids were like, the icing's real good, mom. And I was like, yeah, the frosting's great, but... Other than that, but I mean, we still ate it because you know, that's just well, that's just what we do. And I'm.
1: I've got a good quarantine story if you guys want to hear it.
0: Yes, always.
1: So, um, we're walking the dog a lot since we're home and we can only go out and walk the dog. So this afternoon, uh, walking the dog, there's uh, one of the neighbors has another dog and she's asking me if I know whose dog it is. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. There's no collar. But it was a nice-looking, nice you know, not a mutt. It was like, you know, somebody paid money for this dog that was, a, you know, just walking around. So I took some pictures. I says, look, you got to call the police. They'll come. I says, I'll put this on our town-wide, you know, Facebook group. Put the pictures up. Not even two minutes later, I get a message. Where is this dog? This is my dog. Turns out the dog was two door two houses away from where it came from.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. I I um I think the best quarantine story so far was Liza's. So, we put up a show Tuesday and then we put one up on Wednesday and I called her up and I'm like, "Oh, are we going to add more shows because of the quarantine and keep people entertained?" And she's like, no, it's Thursday, and I'm like, I don't, think th- I don't think so. I don't think so. So we both had to check our phones, and sure enough, it was Wednesday. But like, we don't even know what day it is. You know, it's I like-
2: swear I thought it was Thursday. I I, was like, I believed
0: you totally when you told Thursday. me it
2: was. And I was like, Christina's lost her mind. But in reality, <laughs> it was me. I lost my mind. You know, it's like I'm in prison and I need to start writing on the wall like little check marks of the days yes. like in fives like they do. Yeah,
0: the difference between this and prison, though, is you don't get to meet any new friends, right? If you were in prison, you might have had a whole group of people to hang out with that you'd never known before. But not now.
2: Well, I can go to meetaninmate.com.
0: That no, is true. I com- don't recommend it, but <laughs> okay. you know, you have, you, you've had a bad picker in the past. I'm yeah. just saying
2: convict <laughs> com.
3: Liza meet an inmate.com from personal experience. I can tell you is not
2: a, not a good time. It's <laughs> not oh no! Gosh. it usually doesn't turn out well when they get out
0: was this was this what drove you to finally settle down with cheryl as like one too many bad experiences with meet and my.com
3: that is true between that and the fact that i was an altar server you know i uh, it's been rough
0: Aww. oh oh p- <laughs> took me a second <laughs> oh were you really acquired boy? what is a altar boy right Yes. They call them altar servers now. Okay. Now
3: they're servers because they let girls in.
0: I like the outfits a lot. I'm just you know I do. What the okay. gown? Yeah, the little outfits. look like a little black with a little white, you know, they're frock casics. over it, not over over. I don't know. I'm a bad Catholic, but yeah, it was like a little frock over it. It was cute. A I, black and white always works. Yeah,
2: it's nice. It's like a bishop collar with a smocking.
0: Yes, it was great. Um. Okay. All right, so now that we've been totally digressing, but it's the, it's the corona, right? So, I mean, we can, we can do whatever we want. Um, oh. No rules. So somebody posted a meme. It was actually one of our agents, Jeff, who's extremely funny and also inappropriate like Liza. And he posted this funny meme, and it said... And this is the topic of the show in case you're wondering where I'm going with this. So he said, choose two, six anytime fast passes, one free hotel night, no rain for a week or three free meals. And we thought this was a fun meme. But the other thing that's fun about it is it kind of gets to the heart of who you are, right? Like maybe you like food a lot, or maybe you, you know, just want to ride a bunch of things. So I'm going to go around and ask all of you which one you would choose and ask you why. So,
3: you know, before you do that, Chris, I just want to say uh, in about 35 minutes, we're going to figure out whether a fun meme is a good topic or not. Because (laughs) if if this if this show just goes right into the crapper, we'll know not to transfer a meme into our show.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I think it'll be okay. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give this to Adam since it was Adam's idea. So we can blame him for all the problems if this <laughs> ha- if this show has problems. Adam, what are you choosing and why?
1: Uh, for first, I'm going to choose no rain for a week. What? Yes.
0: Okay, because it messes up your hair?
1: No, nah, well, yeah, but I hate having to carry around a rain jacket. And you know how it is with the Florida rain. It rains and then it's still humid. So you either put on a rain jacket or a poncho and then you're really hot underneath. Okay. It makes it worse.
2: Or wet shoes.
1: The wet shoes are bad. Plus the wet shoes.
2: And it's just like
1: extra bulk you have to carry. There's something about going out and not having to worry about the weather that is just really nice.
0: Okay. All right. I would almost add warm but not sunny so you don't have to wear a ton of sunblock. Because you make a valid point about having to, you know, carry stuff and be kind of uncomfortable and stuff like that. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm good with just, like, my layer of sunblock in the morning before I leave, and then that's it. Well, but And I don't have to put any more because I'm not swimming. I mean, I guess if you're even more sensitive, maybe you need to carry more. i
0: super but... pale. Yeah. All right, what is your other one, Adam?
1: I think my other one's going to be six anytime
0: Fast Passes.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I I don't I th- I think my time is valuable and I hate having to wait in line and plus this way if it's any time fast passes I don't have to necessarily book sixty plus days out out and have you know have to wake up early in the morning to do fast right. passes I could just use them as I need them.
0: Mhm, that makes sense. Okay, I like that, Tony. Tony, the one who thought this might not be a good show idea. Come on, Tony.
3: Well, listen, it's not done yet. It still might not be a good
2: idea.
0: <laughs>
2: That's optimism.
3: All right. I am going to go with, so I'm like Adam. I'm not going to choose rain because uh, for me, rain is the great, great equalizer. Um, yes. There's nothing better. We all know that Florida in the afternoon, in the summertime uh, and, and early fall, it will rain every day for an hour. That is when I go on rides. That is when everybody scrambles for cover, but that is when I I am running in puddles uh, to get to places. Uh, So I enjoy the rain.
0: Now, what kind of shoes do you wear that make the rain okay?
3: Uh, Crappy sneakers.
0: Okay. But then they're all soggy and disgusting.
3: That's right. I'll throw them out.
0: Okay. But they're uncomfortable.
3: They can be, but it's – you know what? It's worth it. If it keeps people off of a ride – and makes a standby line that much shorter, I will do it. Okay. The only downside to that rain is when you try to go into, like, uh, you know, the Haunted Mansion and you're soaking wet, it's cold in there.
0: Yeah, it is.
3: So uh, so it's not the no rain for a week. Um, six anytime fast passes, as long as they're good on Rise of the Resistance, which I've still not ridden.
0: Okay. Um,
3: I will take those. Um, And I don't know, the the hotel night, one free hotel night versus three meals. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be generally at a value, so I've got to yeah. figure that's $145, dollars for that one night. Three meals, is it just my meal or my whole family's meal?
0: It, let's just say it's your party that you're traveling with.
3: All right, then I'm going with the three free meals because, uh, three meals for my entire party is definitely going to exceed the cost of, yeah. of my one value hotel night. Um, So there you go. I am choosing the six anytime fast passes and the three free meals.
0: Okay. I like it. Incidentally, I think that is the perfect combo because I would do the same thing, especially if I could go to like a signature restaurant. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I love not having to wait in line. I think the six fast passes is ideal. And as an aside, we were given a bunch of, you know, anytime fast passes when we were down there for Christmas because there was a screw up with our reservation And, um, those were the best thing ever. Like we, it was like, almost like having, you know, the setup where they have the, you know, where you have your club level fast passes and you've got six a day. We didn't have to wait for anything. So except for rise as Tony pointed out. Okay. Liza, which one are you doing? Well, it's
2: really a no brainer for me because I like Tony will be at a value with my people. Mm-hmm. That's where we like to go. So I'll be there. And I will do six anytime fast passes. I'm hoping that they are for any ride and any combination of rides that I would like. So I'm not sure there wasn't any like caveat to what they would be good for. Right. But if they're for anything at any time, multiple ones for. Flight of Passage would be used, and then some other ones. But and then definitely three free meals, because if I can get with my kids and do three character dining experiences or three sit-down dining experiences, like that would be way worth one free hotel night at a value.
0: That's true. I mean, this really only works out if you're doing like you know Grand Floridian or something like Club Level.
2: Yeah, and the rain part. I am in the swampland. I am used to some rain. I don't like the rain in my shoes, but I suck it up at Disney.
0: Right. Well, that's why you go ahead and wear, like, you know, waterproof shoes, ugly waterproof shoes. I have got to
2: get on the boat with those shoes like Rachel has.
0: Uh, Does she have the Keens?
2: She's got something she showed me one time. I think it's the Keens. I don't know. Mm -hmm. i got to get her to send me the thing again because I really... When Disney opens back up, and I'm going to be standing at the gate, like, at rope drop, trying to get in. Because mm-hmm. I will be, I'll find a way to get there. I'm not going to lie to you. It's I know, happen. me too. I'm finding a way. But I'll have my shoes on.
0: It's crazy. I mean, I have to tell you, I just, I think it kind of hit me today. Somebody posted a picture, and I, I think it might be up on the private Facebook group. Somebody posted a picture of... Well, Disney World in nineteen seventy one. So it was like an aerial view. And um Oh, I saw that. Did you see that? Yes. I did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's phenomenal. It is it was amazing to look at and see where the Grand Floridian will eventually be. And um, no no housing and no hotels in behind the Magic Kingdom, just everything open. It was great. So makes we want to go back
2: oh, we're going back like the day that they tell so, us we're going back we're going back I'm going to go
0: so since the show is short let's let's ask a couple questions let me ask a couple questions um what is the first thing you want to do when you go back to Disney World I'm going to start with Adam
1: uh first thing in a park is going to be uh Probably Carousel of Progress. Aww.
0: Aww. Wow, that's a traditional choice.
1: Yeah, i i need I need to sit in there. I need to hear that voice go through that whole show. You know, because they talk about the progression of you know life in America, and we're going through some weird progression. Certainly whether weird. We, whether we want to or not, like this would be like would they do a scene in Carousel of Progress about this? I don't know, but. I would just like to – I want to be there with the family and and just have my good laughs. I don't want to be scared or surprised. I want to know what's coming next. Right. I need a little bit of, like, comfort food, you know? That's yeah,
0: no. That makes sense. Tony, what, what is the first thing you want to do?
3: The first thing I want to do when I get to the resort is have a Mickey bar. Okay.
0: Uh, Why did I, I know that?
3: When I get into the parks – um. It's either going to be Pirates of the Caribbean or uh, Big Thunder Mountain. It all it all depends who's leading the way, me or Cheryl.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. She'll,
3: she'll run right for the roller coasters. I'll go to Pirates. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's funny. While Adam was, was talking about uh, Carousel of Progress, uh, there's a story out here in uh, the tri-state area about a guy in New York. He's 106 years old. What? He was around during the Spanish flu pandemic of 1919 and actually caught the Spanish flu. Oh, wow. So this guy's lived through two pandemics in his life. Wow. How lucky is that?
0: That is not lucky, but yes.
2: Well, it happens.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. He
3: he won't be around for the third one in 2119.
2: So there's not another one anytime soon. I mean, I'm over it.
0: It's it's just been such a a weird. Pr- well, we'll talk about that in a second. I want to go to Liza, um, but yeah, it's been so weird. Liza, what's the first thing you want to do?
2: No, the first thing I want to do is I'm gonna go to Magic Kingdom because Epcot's not going to be, yeah, recognizable to the way that I want it to be. Right. You know, in Magic Kingdom's really it's it's like nostalgia that we have, you know, Mm -hmm. and I I feel that over there. And I really just want to walk down Main Street and look around at everybody there and just enjoy being in that moment, in that place, because I'm hoping through this experience that we all have a newfound respect for one another. We all treat each other a little kinder. We all are in it together, and we all have this new idea of, how fragile life is, but and how quickly things can change and how appreciative we should be when we can share moments together.
0: Wait a minute. How did you get this out of people hoarding toilet paper and binging on Netflix?
2: Because now we're all stuck in our homes and can't go anywhere.
0: That is true, and
2: the fact, and I've got people and my clients are calling me, and they're telling me like, "Oh my gosh, I've I got people booking trips, not even knowing if they can go."
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: But they're wanting to go. They're just like hoping it's going to happen, you know, because we all realize pretty quickly how much we've taken for granted just little things and I'm, I'm thinking it might be a positive in the end because I'm hoping it will be I'm hoping when we're in Carousel of Progress that everybody just sits down and stays awake yeah well maybe not stays awake but doesn't try to exit when the show's going on like the last time I went in there and then to keep holding the show up I was not happy about that but we're like more respectful maybe we'll put our phones down a little bit longer and actually watch the show
0: well I did not expect this out of you, but that's lovely. That's a very lovely sentiment. And I, I do think, I really do think that people, you know, I mean, there are positives. Okay, it's very hard to tell someone who's lost their job there are positives to this. But I think for people who are in a situation where they're okay, at least, and trust me, travel agencies are March, April, and May, it's just gone I well, mean we it basically
2: is. lost our job in a sense because
0: yeah that's true we kind of did I'm
2: just <laughs> we saying did. we did yeah. and I'm still gonna try to spin it and look po- towards something yeah. positive out of it in the end and I'm hoping for all humanity that we end up realizing that we're gonna be better if we if we're kinder to one another, and more respectful to one another, because people can quickly turn into you know what and we know. No. What I mean me.
3: Well, well, glass glass half Tony empty is going to say that um, <laughs> the feeling of kumbaya and camaraderie, just like after September of two thousand one, yeah. is going to last for a good four or five months uh, uh, until everybody just starts being you know jackasses to each other again.
0: No. That also might be true. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think everybody who who is in a position to learn something can learn something. You know, I mean, if you have someone who's sick and you're really scared or if you can't feed your family, it's hard to learn something, right? But for people like us who are kind of semi-secure, you know, nobody in our house, well, Liza's kind of right. We basically did lose our job. Um, but, you know, we'll get back on our feet and I think for us, I think there's a, like, you know, we've done a lot more family time because we're all here, but also because we're not driving back and forth, you know, to kids lessons and math tutors and things like that. Um, You know, there is more time to kind of connect with your family and and that's nice. And, uh, but it it is scary. And I, I don't want to put a too positive of a spin on things because it's scary for everyone, but also just crazy. But don't you –
2: doesn't it make you realize how fast we were going and how much we were doing and how crazy things were and and then you put the brakes on it and you're just stopped and you're like, whoa. I mean, I just – I felt like things were just going – you know we we're go- always going ninety miles an hour and doing everything and going and, and and it's like crazy right. when you stop and you're like, "Wow, but I'm ready to get back to doing that."' <laughs> I'm just, right. like I'm ready to go to travel. so important for so many it different is. reasons. It really is, and it really makes you understand just how important it is when you've lost the ability to go somewhere, right. I mean, it's important for me. I mean, even traveling across the country or going to a different state, I mean, that's like, I'm supposed to be in Nashville next two weeks.
0: Well, I feel like, um, you know, there's a lot of things we just take for granted, you know, like going to the store. Not like I, when I go to the store now, I I have to wipe everything down, you know, because I'm afraid I have a kid with asthma. So it's very scary. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll. See,
2: but you tell me if, if you don't think you're gonna tear up when you're watching the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom because I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm not gonna
0: tear up. I'm
2: not a public crier, really, but I might. I've only, I, you cre- know, yeah.
0: I'm not gonna tear up. I, I think I, I too want to go to Magic Kingdom. I want to just take it all in. Um, Main Street is one of my favorite spots anywhere, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to like a good Disney meal, you know. Um, maybe California grill you don't have to cook right oh yeah we were talking about that earlier just so sick of cooking because we're always cooking you know everybody's saying go out to eat somewhere but it's really hard you know not go out to eat but go get your curbside pickup and all that um, and it is hard to do that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to go back. And it's funny because we go there pretty frequently, but, um, you know, I, I almost feel sometimes like it's my backyard. You know, I am really comfortable there. I'm very happy there. I'm there a lot. Um, cause I'm fortunate, you know, enough to be semi close to it. And, uh, um, I miss it. So I miss everything about it. I miss the food. I miss seeing the people watching. I miss the rides. Um, and I even miss Hall of Presidents. so. But it'll be back, hopefully sooner rather than later. And, um, uh, of course, they just closed indefinitely. So that was kind of...
2: Now, why do you a- think a- they said indefinitely and didn't just keep pushing the date back?
0: You know what I think? I think that if... I, I think they're smart. I think they don't want to have to keep changing the date they're going to open. But I think also if they have the opportunity to open sooner rather than later, they're going to do that too. So, uh,
3: I, I agree with Chris there. I think the other thing is perception. Yeah. Uh, so, Liza, just think if they said, okay, you know what? We said April 1st. Now we're going to say April 15th.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
3: around April 9th, they come out with another message that says, well, you know what? The 15th not going to work. We're going to go with the, the 25th. Huh. And then the 20th comes out and they say, geez, that's really not going to work. We're going to go with May 10th. Each time one of those messages comes out, Liza's going to go, uh. But if they say they're closed indefinitely and the next thing you hear from them is, hey, everybody, you know, we've reviewed what's going on. We've talked to all the people we need to talk to. And May 30th is going to be the day we reopen.
2: Please, the please, next please. Thing you,
3: right. The next thing <sighs> you hear from them is that they're open. So they're yeah. not continually pushing back the dates and giving you bad news. The next news you hear from them should be their opening date, which will make everybody happy.
0: The date that's, that I'm there. That's a really good point, actually. And I, I don't actually, for me personally, I think you're going to see sometime in mid-May. Now, the bummer of that is that's probably not going to be the, you know, they, there was, t- is remys it's not scheduled to open or is it scheduled now?
1: There was never an announced. Okay, so
0: but it, everyone said the 25th of May. Something yeah. like that. Um, that would have been great, but I don't think we'll see that now. Mm, that's sad. So, but that's you something, okay. something together fast.
3: I, I think part of the reason that they did this um, is Space 220 is just not ready yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good excuse, right? We can't get this huge window to fit. <laughs> did you
2: think, though, also that it had to do something with the cast members and paying them and maybe they could get an
0: employment or something? Well, they're being paid through the 19th. Suspect what you'll hear is another announcement that they'll continue to be paid. Oh, okay. So, that would be good. That would be great. If yeah. They, they I mean, did if I, I, well, and think about it this way okay, say they're continuing to pay cast members through the 19th, right? Which they are. Unless it gets so bad that they just are like, we're not opening till fall, which I don't see happening. Um, they don't want to let all those people go and then a week later hire them back because that would be a disaster. Um, so I think they will continue to pay them. And I think that they will probably be shooting for an opening sometime at the end of April.
3: I think the other reason they, they don't want to let them go and who knows what type of conversations have gone on behind the scenes with Disney and the government. Right. Um, but the last thing the government wants is Disney to put 30,000 people onto the unemployment rolls.
0: Right. That's a really good point.
3: You know, because the minute you put those people on furlough and they can collect unemployment, they are technically unemployed. Even if they're going to, you know, get rehired the minute the park opens, you do not want to push those numbers any higher. Yeah. Uh, And putting that big of a workforce between, you know, 30,000 in Florida and – I don't know, maybe twenty twenty five thousand in California. I don't know what the numbers are in California.
0: Doesn't Disney doesn't Orlando have sixty some thousand people working with Walt Disney World? It is, a is, lot. is it that
3: many? I know Universal it is, yeah. Universal last week committed to paying their employees as well. And the article said that Universal had twenty five thousand people. So right.
0: wow. uh, I, I just know
3: that I just know that Disney is the that, that Walt Disney World is the largest single site employer in the country.
0: Yeah. I thought it was like mid sixties. So, I mean, and obviously not all those people would be let go, but I mean, I, I just don't see it happening. I, I, and I actually talked to a friend who's a cast member today who will remain nameless and, and she was actually pretty, pretty laid back about it. You know, I think they trust the company and they, they trust they'll have their jobs back. So.
3: Having having just looked it up on the internet, uh, according to what I've seen, uh, I've seen numbers uh, greater than seventy five thousand, and then wow. I've seen uh, seventy seven thousand plus. Wow! So we're in the we're in the seventies.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of people. So, um, I, uh, you know, I just I hope that we see it opening. I don't think it needs to open before early May. You know, I think that that would maybe be a bit soon, but, you know, I could see them bringing back cast members that last week of April to kind of get things squared away. I mean, you know, a a month of nobody working in the hotels and in the parks, I mean, you know. People maybe need to get back up to speed with their jobs and stuff. So hopefully that's what happens.
3: Right. And, um, you know, I would I would totally be fine with some type of rolling opening. You know, get the resorts yes. open first. Get Disney Springs open. Um, you know what? If, if you have to stagger the parks, you know, and you leave Epcot closed for a couple extra weeks, you know, let them do some construction in there. Get things yeah. moving along.
0: That's um, a great idea, actually. You know,
3: don't rush to get all four parks open. You know, make sure everybody's safe. The last thing you want to do is, uh, you know, open in the middle of April and then some, you know, somebody's got it on their hands and it spreads and becomes ground zero again.
0: Right. Well, you know? and you know, honestly, I hate to say this, but Eliza kind of alluded to it earlier. There's really no loss if, if Epcot doesn't open right away no. you know that construction is a mess remy's not going anywhere it doesn't sound like i mean you know i love that park and it looked to me some of the displays were the most beautiful i'd seen ever this year at flower and garden but the reality is flower and garden's almost over by the time they're able to open so there's well, no ex- rush
3: they're extending of fl- uh, the uh food and, food and wine festival out in disneyland really uh, until september they just uh, process oh, wow. permits for them
0: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, so, cool. I'm gonna be there.
3: So maybe they will extend uh, flower and garden to some extent,
0: so I always thought that flower and garden wasn't didn't go on much past the end of May because it was so ridiculously hot that the flowers couldn't make it. you know, and if you are have ever been there at the end of May towards the last part of the festival, things are looking a little rough. So that's a good point. yeah, I, I don't know. That's just me.
1: Can throwing I play... out? devil's advocate
0: always
1: so i i actually have thought maybe they won't open epcot because they they don't have a lot of international cast members and they need them but epcot makes a lot of money on food and bev and that's the easiest thing for them to you know push i think and they've got so many restaurants in there and so many you know alcohol carts
0: Yeah, that's so true.
1: Would they really want to not open that up?
0: But they sent all those people home who manned those.
1: Yeah, so either they have to man, either they have to get. Normal, quote-unquote, normal Americans to
3: a man.
2: Them. Are there any of
0: those? <laughs> uh, not too many.
3: Listen, I, I will throw my hosen on and sell pretzels I, and Germany if I have to.
0: I own a dirndl, an official, real one. Can I, I will I, wear my little German girl dress.
3: Can I dress like Tony
1: Soprano and go to the Italy Pavilion or not? Oh, there you so go. No, you have
0: to dress like Pinocchio. Oh, that's
2: right, you do. That's not good.
0: <laughs> okay, I... I think you make an incredibly valid point. And I remember you mentioned this a while back when they sent the college kids home. That's 2,500 kids that, um, oh that they sent God. home. And they're not due to have another round in until the middle of May, which then they have to be brought up to speed. You know, They go through all their court classes and everything and traditions. Um, but I think that's easily filled because those positions can be filled by people who are part-timers. Or for people who are full-timers who are required, you know, are asked to work more hours, which, you know, we all have friends who work at Disney. Sometimes they'll do a 60-hour week, you know. So I think that can be accommodated. The thing I don't know that can be accommodated is you go to the Norway Pavilion and the person who sells you your school bread is Joe Schmo from down the street. You know <laughs> what I mean? So
2: Hey, Adam, what you want? Anna what you it want? would be so weird you know I, I don't know I don't think they're going to be able to do that for a little while with the international
0: people well, but
3: Reg is going to sell us school bread <laughs> Reg
0: Reg friend of the show works in Epcot <laughs> Yeah. Reg would, Reg would not only sell you the school bread, he would get into character. Believe me, I've seen him in uh, character. You know yes. what I
2: thought about too? Like, there's the the seas aquariums there. I mean, they're going to have to have people over there the whole time, right? I mean, somebody's going to feed the fish and the manatees. I yeah, wish- but they
0: didn't let those people go.
2: I wanted that job.
0: They didn't, they haven't let those people go. The people that were let go were the college students and the international. Oh, well, um, everybody else. International. Sisters, yeah.
1: Anybody that's yeah, like ride. animal keepers at Animal Kingdom too, or not?
0: Yeah, they're still working. Yeah. They have to be. I yeah. would hope so. There'd be some hungry. They're, they're
3: birthing babies like crazy over at the Animal Kingdom.
0: Are they really? I heard they had a baby giraffe the other day. Aww. Oh, did they?
3: Oh, uh, they did. They oh. also they had a uh, new Hart heart, uh, Hartman zebra hmm. and a new uh, prehensile tail porcupine.
0: Oh, oh okay. Cool. You know, giving birth to a giraffe just sounds like a bad idea. Well, they How stand up. How a porcupine? Oh, well, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's true. Maybe they, maybe they're not born with quills. Maybe they oh, acquire you know, them not. later.
3: They're covered yeah. in fur, and then the quills harden as they get older.
2: That's right. Oh.
0: Mother Nature knew. <laughs> it's it's like a bad it's deal. Not a good idea, uh, especially a breach. Oh, um, <laughs> 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 Owie. Um, okay. Uh, where were so, we?
3: So this meme show is going pretty well.
0: The meme show is going great. We knew it was going to turn into something else, right? That's a I discussion. mean, for sure. Let's um. See. Okay. Any other thoughts on this?
1: Did did we did we have like a clear winner of which one is the best of the four that we chose?
0: Didn't we mostly all do free food and fast passes? Except oh for yeah, those fancy are the pants? best. Those are the best. Yeah, I mean, fast passes everybody picked. Okay. Yeah. And then so you were liar. the outlier with the rain, which oh. makes me think you you need to bring a butler to hold your umbrella. <laughs> I just hate.
1: I, I went two years ago at the campies and it was in the middle of the uh, summer and it did not rain one day, That's which crazy. is very rare. Yeah. Right? That was wonderful. Not having to pull out this stuff and the. Everybody's running around because it's getting wet, but I've been down there where it rains like every day, you know, for it's like hour in the afternoon and that's fine. It's just, it's very annoying and I just, I just would like, I don't really care if it's hot or cold because I could throw on or off sweatshirts. But don't mess up your do. Is that what you're saying? No, it's just, I hate having to walk 12 hours in the rain it just right or even an hour I don't
0: care I, I get it when we were down at Christmas it was like rainy which it normally isn't but we were there Christmas week and it just rained non-stop and it was kind of the worst um but we still had like one I think one of my top five trips ever um so I think that was uh that was you know but it's it is a pain I mean you you just aren't sun- It's not great.
2: It's a pain, Um, but it cools it off so much.
0: It really does.
2: And it does get people, like Tony
0: said, it gets people out of the park. Mm So do we want to talk a little bit about Disney Cruise Line?
3: Well, you know, unfortunately, Chris, there's not much to say about the Cruise Line right now. Mm -hmm. Um, The Dream, the Fantasy, and the Magic uh, have been at an anchorage off of Port Canaveral uh, for the past uh, week, week and a half. Uh, they've been making trips over to Port Canaveral to be resupplied. There have been a couple of runs down to uh, uh, the Bahamas, uh, whether to stop at uh, uh, Nassau or to visit Castaway Cay. Um And the Wonder has been uh, doing the same thing just off the coast of San Diego. Uh, she was just in the other day for some uh, replenishment, and she's back out at sea, I think, for the next four or five days.
0: Oh, Wow. So, I heard the cat the crew members were staying in the rooms, and I can't help but think they're having a nice time
3: That does make sense because the the state rooms uh, they're pretty small, and they house, I think, three if they're right. just general workers. yeah, um and if you've ever been in the Navy and seen what like enlisted berthing is like, um you know, you're stacked three people in these little bunks. Uh, very close proximity. So the first thing you want to do, obviously, is, is spread people out, do social distancing on the ships, and it makes sense. Utilize the staterooms. You know, they're not being used by guests. Right. Um, I, I did hear the other day that the Fantasy actually had to have an emergency evacuation because a cast member uh, did experience a heart attack. Coast Guard, uh, Coast Guard out there to uh, take the gentleman off. But uh, you know, they're they're practicing as much social distance as you can. They're just yeah. they're out at sea. You know, it's probably the best place for him. The ship's probably got a good cleaning. Yeah. Um, I I know I read over the weekend that the uh, coronavirus on one of the ships that uh, was in Japan, I believe, that lived for 17, the the, the virus lived for 17 days.
0: All right. I'm going to send this over to Tony to close everything up.
3: Thanks, Chris. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that the podcast, as always, is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Uh, travel might not be on our minds right now, but uh, let's look towards a happy future. Check out MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com dot com and uh, request a quote and let Chris hook you up at the right agent for your travel needs. Uh, if you're not friends with us on Facebook, you can find us on our Facebook group of the Mouse and More Podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram. And on behalf of Chris, Eliza, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Stay safe, everybody.
2: Good night. Good night. Good night.